put some goals in place. You know, we like to have, you know, sort of realistic, fairly sensible goals. And then we have some outrageous goals as well that we really want to achieve because you need to know what it is that you're aiming for. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello, it's Christine, and you're listening to the Startup Student Podcast. Welcome, welcome, and welcome back, Matt. Hello, Christine. Yeah, good to be back. Thank you for having me again. We are back with the third episode of the Digital Market Series with Matt Parkins, who is here with me, who just said hello to you. And I'm very happy that we're continuing this series and the recording because we already talked about what do you actually do before you launch. We talked about putting the foundations in and the planning. And today, super important before you actually start implementing anything, is having a strategy. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Matt, do you want to kick off this episode by diving right into it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So as you've mentioned there, Christine, the last things we spoke about were looking into the sort of research and then planning and foundations, which is going to lead us into this next step, which is the strategy. So the reason we did all those previous steps, you know, you're looking at your competition, what they're ranking for, sort of what they're doing particularly well, this starts to shape out how you can potentially put some strategies together for yourself based on their success, which can actually help you shortcut your way to reaching the goals that you want to achieve, basically. And then when you're starting to look at your plan and foundations, that's looking at yourself, that's looking at your business, what your strengths are, you're doing your SWOT and your towers analysis. And then using the information that you've gathered, you can start to put together a strategy that you can implement and that you can implement realistically as well. So, you know, one of the key things here that we looked at previously is, you know, really paying attention to your resources as well, paying attention to what your strengths are. And this is obviously doing your SWOT analysis there as well, and then creating the sort of people that you're going to target. And then once you've got that combined with the research that you did with your against your competition, you can use that information to start to determine what is likely to be the best initial strategy for yourself. Now, you know, when you're coming into, you know, a new business and you're just starting out and, you know, there's there's always going to be competition in that. Generally, you know, you're playing on a, you're, you're sort of playing the game where you don't really know 100% what sort of results you're going to start to get. So it's good to kind of put some goals in place. You know, we like to have, you know, sort of realistic fairly sensible goals and then we have some outrageous goals as well that we really want to achieve because you need to know what it is that you're aiming for you know you need to sort of say okay you know you can have monetary value goals you might say okay by you know month three we want to be turning over x amount or we want to have you know two new clients per week whatever it is that you're doing you want to have those goals you know you want to have your sensible and then your you know outrageous goals as well that you want to push for to help achieve that and then the research that you've done that's going to help you decide okay you know what platforms is it that are likely to be most profitable for me and then you're going to pay attention to that you might decide that based on all the competition you know facebook and instagram 
they get a lot of traction. So that's probably going to be quite good. But then what you might have also discovered is that perhaps one of the newer platforms, the competition isn't using. So you might find that TikTok could potentially be a good option for you. But again, you need to pay attention to what your resource is. So if you're one person effectively managing three, four, five social media profiles, plus doing various other things, you know, including content and stuff like that, it can be very challenging. And what you can find is that you might be better off focusing a lot of energy into one or two social platforms plus content, for example, because then you can get better results. You're going to be able to achieve more with those and do them really, really well, rather than doing quite a lot, but not so well. Right. So that's kind of the thought process there. So you want to determine the sort of platforms. The research is going to help you do that. And then also having had a look at the sort of people that you're going to be targeting, as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes, is kind of looking in the mirror is the first place to help you shape out a persona. You can start to decide on your voice and how you're going to use that, you know, what sort of things you'll talk about on these platforms. You'll use the research from your competition to help determine what sort of content that you'll release. And that's looking at, you know, what seems to be working for them, what keywords do have search volume and aren't so competitive that you're likely to start ranking for if you go down the organic route, how competitive are ads, what budget do you have, you know, can you put that towards ads realistically for the next three to six months, would you be able to do that and sort of, you know, not see an immediate return on investment because that's something that you do need to take into consideration when you start doing ads. Is networking going to be a good option for you? You know, it's, again, as a small business, if you're a small local business, you could find that networking could be a really good first place to start as well because you get in front of people, you're shaking hands. You know, there's a lot more of that immediate connection there. And obviously it's an, an initial lower outgoing in terms of monetary costs most of the time. However, it's just time that you're putting in. So it's weighing up all of those things. Yeah, are you going to do email campaigns, you know, again, when you're starting out as a new business, you're not going to have a huge list. So our email campaign is going to be the best thing for you straight away. Perhaps not. Perhaps it's a case of a small, simple newsletter that doesn't take a huge amount of time. Focusing on things like an organic strategy, if you're very time rich, but not, you know, money rich, if that makes sense. So if you've not got huge sums of money to spend on advertising and various other methods of getting your business out there, but you have plenty of time things like an organic strategy could be quite good. You know, looking at your SEO, looking at your social media platforms, looking at networking events, and then small email campaigns, things like that is kind of what you want to do. So you want to start shaping out all of these platforms that you're going to be using. And I know, Christine, you know, you sort of go across quite a lot of these platforms. So you've got really good experience yourself in, in actually doing like bulk content and deciding what platforms are going to be good for you and communicating with your clients as well. And it's always, I think, I mean, there's, there's two things that I think we also should mention. One is finding the right platforms and the right strategy to use. Also taking into consideration what you actually enjoy doing. Because mm. I think you, if you do something and you're really struggling, I mean, things get easier over time anyway, because, I mean, is it maybe filming videos that's going to be super annoying at the beginning and you're a bit camera shy and you don't know and you're not very comfortable with it? Practice, practice, practice will make that better. The same with the email lists, like you say at the beginning, they're quite small and you need patience to grow and the return on investments if you're investing in ads is not immediate which is normal but if, if you don't enjoy something and you're really dragging it so I don't know maintaining an Instagram 
I think you shouldn't do it, even though they might be your target group and all these things, or you outsource it. But if you are the face of the company as well, which is also including storytelling and building relationships with people, depending on your products or services, especially if you're offering services, then you get demotivated quite quickly and you're not doing things consistently, probably if you don't enjoy it. That's one thing. And the other thing is that, yeah, like you said, it's not immediate return. So really look into what can you afford money-wise, time-wise, and also see yeah, how that's giving you results. And yeah, at the beginning, especially, you can look into low-cost or no-cost options where you invest, in air quotes, just your time, which is also valuable, of course. But yeah, looking into that. And it's always trial and error, I have to say. There's no guarantee that something works immediately or even long-term. You have to try things, track, and then adjust, or just let it go and do some focus something else and try something else. I mean, we're doing that together as well. For my company, we, we see what works, what doesn't work. And we're trying to, to do different ways and see how that works. Same with Instagram, for example. I, I haven't done anything for maybe two years. Now I'm, I have a bit of a, more, uh, yeah, a, a strategy behind it and have bulk created things that I can put out over the next half year to see how that works. But I do have to see if it actually works. And uh, like you mentioned at the beginning, you need to set goals as well. Why are you actually doing that? So why do you put reels on your Instagram? What do you want to get out of that? Most of the time, for most things, it's first of all, to either collect email addresses, building a list, or getting exposure so that people start getting to know you, building trust, following you, so building up followers. All these goals you have to be aware of, and these are not immediate things that give you money, and you need to be aware of that as well. So it's a long-term strategy you need to look into and maybe then create short-term goals that you want to reach, like building a list, building followers, building people that sign up to a freebie that you have that then might buy the next step from you, which is a low-cost product. Who knows? Depending on how long they have been involved with you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I, I couldn't agree with you more there, Christine. And, you know, doing what you enjoy is is always the way to go if you can, because the results will be so much better. So, and that's why looking at your resources, you know, if it's not just yourself, if you've got a business partner or other people there, it's looking at what you both enjoy doing and each of you doing those parts of it because the end results would just be significantly better because it can be really shown in in the enthusiasm that you put into those different tasks and I know from my own experience there are certain things I really love doing you know the research side of things the SEO side of things over the social media side of things I enjoy the content but you know there's certain aspects of it that I don't enjoy so I have people that would do that for me plus being a specialist in it is you know you can't be a specialist in everything you know so it's kind of paying attention to what is going to be the most valuable to you that resonates with you that you can do consistently and you know taking consideration is that you you know you're not going to see immediate results especially with things that that are organic it takes time to grow them so it is is having that patience and being persistent is very very important when it comes to that sort of thing because you know once you put a lot of effort and energy into it you know as long as you keep it up and maintain it and you're paying attention to what's going on and any results that you've had you keep it up then then you'll start to see the results 
so many people will give up just before that point of breaking, if you like, because it starts to get a bit frustrating. But it's about, you know, maintaining that persistence to get there. And, you know, I agree with you there. We sort of mentioned on goals, you know, having the right goals, you know, overall goals is very important. But sort of similar to what you were you were saying there, Christine, is it's important to understand what the goal is behind the content that you're launching. You know, so when you're looking at doing, you know, an organic piece of content, so you're writing something based on the research that you've done. And this might be a topic on, you know, say you're a company that started selling sort of lawnmowers and gardening tools and things like that. You know, you might have found that there's a specific way to cut your grass with a certain piece of kit. And it's just understanding, right, when I write this piece of content, what is it that I want the person reading this content to do? Do I want them to dive deeper into my website and read another piece of content, which is, again, going to help my organic ranking and it's going to show that my website has information that people are interested in? Or do I want them to take some sort of action? Do I want to collect their email addresses? Have those goals for each one of these pieces of content and then monitor those goals as well. So a part of the strategy is putting these things into place to help monitor that. So it's obviously having, you know, the very basic level of Google Analytics set up is going to be important. And then obviously email capture forms and understanding how many people are coming to your site versus the amount of people that actually sign up or versus the amount of people that go through to the next page, read the content to the end. You know, these are all things that you want to pay attention to, because if you do that during your strategy in this three to six months is, you know, the sort of zero to three, three to six months are important stages or important times because you know you need to see how people are interacting and how quickly you're growing that audience based on the strategy that you've put into place initially you need to understand when you might need to pivot so something might not be working at three months it might not be working at all give it a little bit longer and if it really isn't working you need to determine right okay do we need to pivot? Do we need to change this strategy? Do we need to look at something else? What is it that isn't working? So it's having that there. So you've got the short term, especially when you're getting started out, and then you can have your longer term goals as well. So that's kind of a basic you know, introduction to some of the ways that you can look at doing your strategy based on research in the previous episodes as well. Summing up there, based on the conversation, I don't know, Christine, if you wanted to jump in again and, and ask anything in particular on anything I've sort of mentioned, given an, an, an overview there on the strategy side of things. I think no, I, I think that's great. It's it's I mean, we can if you want to go deeper into strategy, we can talk for probably three, four hours. <laughs> but in the end, I think we mentioned all the the points that we had to mention and being realistic about the goals and having goals, like you said, for each piece of content. If it's a, a blog post, if it's a an ad, a paid ad, if it's a piece of content on any social media platform. And like you say, it can be overwhelming to manage too many at once. So start with one, see the results and then adjust it or change it or leave it if you decide not to do it anymore. No, I think that's it. Unless you have a final point or anything else you want to say, I think we can wrap up this episode. Yeah, no, I think that it's, it's good as well, this sort of bite-sized bits of information and the mm. key takeaways, like you say there, you know, it's absolutely essential to consider the goals that you want to achieve, both, both you know, big goals and also goals per piece of content. So definitely paying attention to that. Doing what you enjoy is going to have a big impact on the end result. And then determining your platforms you're going to do based on previous research. So it's just paying attention to that. And also, like you said there, resource is so important so when it comes to building your strategy you know it can get very exciting you can want to do everything 
but it's very important to take resource into consideration. And that is the time that you and anybody else that's involved has to give to these things, the experience that each one of you has, what you enjoy, and also what sort of budget you can put towards each of these. And when you're realistic with that, you can build a strategy that's going to be that you will be able to to implement, you know, effectively for a long period of time. And also you're going to build a strategy that you're not going to get demoralized by, because that's another challenging thing that you'll find when you build out a strategy. If you get very excited and try to do many things, too many things, for example, or you create goals that are all outrageous and not some smaller goals that you can achieve and, and get the sort of buzz out of achieving smaller goals and reward yourself for those as well it can be demoralizing and actually I think it's important to take that into consideration and, and obviously touched on it just there but rewarding yourself as well as you implement this strategy is important to keep yourself motivated celebrating and rewards are extremely important I agree with everything that you do maybe also in your private life Thank you so much. In the next episode, we're going to actually look into some tactics and implementing what you have prepared. So before you were looking into what you have to do, lay the foundations, create a strategy. And I, I know that sometimes people don't want to do that. <laughs> but if you don't, then and you go straight into implementation, then a lot of times it's wasted effort and time. So listen to episode one, two, and three again. <laughs> Start putting all of that in place. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about implementation. Thank you, Matt. Perfect. No problem. It's been great speaking to you again. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.